Hello, hey. Xavier. That's me. What? Who are these people? You said it was just going to be the two of us. <laughs> Did you say it was going to be just you two? I don't think I said it. I don't think I said that. I think you said that, and you were like, the guys I work with mean nothing to me. And, <laughs> and, that does uh, sound like you. It would be much better without them. That this does sound awkward. like something I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> What's going What's on, up, man? So, yeah, my name is Xavier. You were right. That was me. That's me. My name's Ian. <laughs> and I'm David, and this on my lap is Snickle Fritz. Snickle Fritz, is that a cat? That is. <laughs> It's he's, a giant cat. He's, he's like a big boy. <laughs> yeah, That's you good go... eats right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> you go by Mars. You can call me Mars. I'd love it. Love it? All right. I like Mars. We'll call you Sounds Mars. Good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we wanted uh, we wanted to talk to you because you've uh, you know obviously had quite a quite a few roles, lived uh, quite an interesting life, voice of a uh, a generation, if you will, sure. and. Uh, yeah, we wanted to just ask ask a couple questions, shoot the shit, just talk about uh, you know, some of the stuff. But Sounds uh, great. Let me get a let me get my water bottle. I'll be right back. Oh, Hold for on. sure. Look at my Halloween decorations. Okay. Right on. <laughs> it's spooky season, baby. Yeah. That's a whole. He's got the whole backdrop there. <laughs> yeah, bro. That ain't Party City shit neither. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's high grade. Ready to shoot the shit. Awesome. Um, well, yeah, first of all, uh, how's quarantine been treating you? Because, you know, weird, weird year we're, we're dealing with here. <laughs> Tell me about it, man. Um, well, at first it was uh, it was crazy and depressing. And uh, at the same time, you know, I'm an actor, so I don't really leave the house anyway. My 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 normal day to day didn't really change. Yeah. Uh, so that didn't really affect me. Um, just, you know, just work wise and uh, really. But uh I, I I adapted quickly and dove into creativity and silliness and uh, you know I, I keep saying uh, I'm staying sane by staying productive. Right. right How on. about you guys? Uh, we've been all right. We've been um, kind of nerding out, playing a lot of games, uh, just taking it easy. Time. Ian says it a lot. Just time doesn't feel real, <laughs> so it just <laughs> it's just kind of like. Nothing, uh, nothing matters if you waste a day on accident. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of working out for us. I mean, the Zoom interviews have become way more popular, so we've been talking to a lot of people, yourself included, that we probably would have never talked to if this didn't happen. So, sure. yeah, sure, everybody, sure, sure. Ske everybody's schedules wide open, so we've been able to, <laughs> yeah, secure a couple nice interviews. Doesn't it feel like, like when the when the sun goes down, it's like already? Yeah, it's like oh wow, okay, it's six. <laughs> Like, yeah. whoops. <laughs> it helps when you wake up at two with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm going to wake up in the afternoon, definitely. Yeah. But it looked like your your variety show kind of came out of that. Like, so it definitely. does seem like you did get a nice benefit from it, being able to have everybody collab in the, uh, the show because of quarantine. Definitely. I would not have done that um, if it hadn't been for quarantine. I just, I, I wanted to do... The, the Mars Variety Show as a, as a television entity, but I wanted, you know, I wanted a big budget and I wanted, you know, a team of people. And I think, I was like, I think audiences will be more forgiving with this, you know, un, under the circumstances. And, uh, right. and it's been, it's been great. Yeah. Maybe find the, you know, find your groove, get some foundation. And then once uh, the world's normal, if it's ever normal, 
get the TV version pumped out. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. Or at least, you know, take it on the road. I want to do it. I used to do it live. Um, okay. You know, get it. That's what I miss the most is going to see live music. I live in Nashville and yeah. And, oh uh, yeah. You know, bring uh, these artists out so people can come experience them one-on-one first. Yeah. You know? So are most of the artists you have on the variety show, are they Nashville locals as well? Uh, most of them. Yeah. But I, I haven't, uh, I've had submissions from Los Angeles and, um uh arizona i got a, a friend of mine in melbourne australia did it in a, wow. an episode uh, uh so i'm i'm open to all indie indie artists uh right. i definitely you know uh, approach my my friends here first uh but anyone worthy of uh of being showcased is is welcome yeah we were watching it the other day and we actually ordered um some bread sativa shirts Nice. Uh, he was yeah. cracking us up, but they didn't get here yet, unfortunately. So we're not not wearing them, but we were gonna pop on wearing the Brad's TV shirts. Oh now. my gosh, that's amazing! Where are you guys located? <laughs> uh, Central Illinois, Champaign. Dig it, dig it, yeah. dig it, yeah. He's he's one of the he's one of the best. Yeah, he was right out. He is dying when we were watching the variety show. Dude. Yeah, it was just like right out the gate, just like <laughs> everyone, everything he said. <laughs> I just love watching people saying racist shit and getting fired. Yeah, I can watch <laughs> it all day. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you don't have your Facebook on Facebook, if you don't have your job listed, <laughs> yeah, that's <yeah>. why. <laughs> that was tricky for him. I think I, you know, I uh, the comics. Um, what I'm asking them to do is very old school and it's not what they're used to doing and, and telling a, a quick joke is, is, is not a lot of their styles. And, uh, and, uh, but he, he made it work for himself and I was very pleased because I think he's one of the best and he's got a good draw. And it, I think it, he's, he's, he's an example of like independent comics. He's like in Nashville, like he's one of the, the hardest working guys here and always hustling, always doing shows at Zany's, and uh, obviously he's got a good branding, you yeah. know. So he's one of those guys I believe in that people need to see more of. Yeah, and it seems like comedians are finally getting able to do like outside shows. Yeah, the backyard shows, the rooftop shows, drive-in shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So also it looked like in the variety show you had a whole ass bar. You were, you were making drinks. You were mixing it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah stocked up <laughs> stocked up and now i have a sponsor so they've sent me alcohol that i'm uh... we need an alcohol sponsor <laughs> there you go there you go you guys yeah that looks like some some interesting stuff i didn't catch what that alcohol was but i saw that that was coming out in the um yeah you can plug it if they're sponsoring you you can say the name allow me to tell you it's kleiner feigling <laughs> it's a german liqueur it's got it's like fig flavored liqueur with all natural flavors, and uh, it is uh, it is sweet. It reminds me of the stuff I used to drink when I was your your age, <laughs> when I could handle it. I did. I would do the shots. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't keep doing this. It's delicious, <laughs> but I'll be. I'll, I mean, the sugar rush is in, intense. Yeah, so sweet it hurts your teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, another thing I noticed from it was, and I'm not for sure, but I thought I saw the back of a Zaps Voodoo Chips bag. Can you grab those? Yeah. Probably. Oh, you were looking really tight. Where'd you see that? <laughs> well, I, I just saw the bag, and that's my number one chip. And, Excellent. Uh, yeah, I was Excellent. like, oh, wait, what? And, uh, yeah, I wasn't for sure if that's what I saw, but, yeah, my, those are uh... – My partner is from New Orleans, and, and, that, and, I, and I get those when she comes to see me. Okay. And I, and I save the bags because she's also a burlesque performer, and she wants to turn them into an outfit. She wants to make, like, oh, a, a oh, zap yeah. 
<laughs> it is a cool it's a cool logo that's per yeah that's perfect it is. The design because the design's why i bought it and then taste is why i stayed that's why I <laughs> I, it's too too much vinegar for me i, I can't i can't it is I a lot they're little samplers not a whole not a whole bag <laughs> yeah yeah oh um, but yeah. yeah i'm trying i'm like i can't remember where the zaps bag might be and if you saw it I, that, does that mean i owe them like some money and i should blur it out or something well no they owe you money <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah. Sponsored by Zaps. You should be sponsored by Zaps. If Honestly, I find, the, if I find the, the marketing person, I'll send them to you. Yeah. You that's a, well. I'm going to jot that down. That'd be a good yes. one. <laughs> chips and Anything, alcohol. Free chips, you know? Everybody loves them. Uh, but yeah, everybody's heard your voice, kind of, even if you don't realize it seems like or, or want to or want yeah or want to hear your voice it's there everybody has gotten a taste of it at least once or twice just yeah. because of the diversity of what you've been in um and honestly i didn't put it all together at first but once i like started to it was like wow yeah yep okay yep like kind of realized it all um and then you've also done some normal acting too do you have a preference on kind of or do you like vo normal acting? Nor normal, <laughs> normal, real acting. No, <laughs> like traditional acting. Let's let's put it that way. And then um, voice acting and like your new stuff. Do you kind of have any preference on what feels right? Well, uh, you know, it's all acting. It's all the same. I mean, it's all whether it's on camera, voiceover. It's all it's all traditional, normal. However you want to say it. It's it's just a difference of like, do I want to show up in my pajamas or do yeah. I show up at like. <laughs> six o'clock in the morning, get makeup and wardrobe and go to a location, that sort of thing. Um, I just love it all, man. I mean, like I, I love both equally, like voiceover. I'm working with with cats I used to listen to when I was watching Saturday morning cartoons. And, uh, and it's so much fun. And I love on camera because I like to be seen. I like, I have an ego. I like that. I like, yeah. to, I like <laughs> wearing the wardrobe and the makeup and, 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 uh, and playing pretend with a bunch of people. That's, that's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, variety's the spice of life. <laughs> you know you have it. a favorite like a uh, legendary voice actor you've gotten to work with? I mean you've worked with a ton. Yeah, uh Frank Welker is at the top of my list. Oh, uh, that's so Frank, cool. Uh, you know who Frank Welker is, you guys? Yeah, absolutely. I'm yes. not sure. It's Scooby, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. Scooby Doo. He's he's done every he was he, in the movie Aladdin, he was uh Abu the monkey and okay. and the the tiger and the cave of wonders. Who disturbs my slumber? That's Frank. <laughs> You've seen the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Okay, you know the the monkey that eats the the date. Ah, bad dates. That's right. that. Uh, Spielberg didn't think the monkey sounded like a monkey, so that's Frank doing the. <laughs> and Gremlins. You've seen Gremlins? Oh yes, of He's course. He's Stripe, the evil Gremlin. Okay. He's been around. He's done so much, so much, so much. And uh, one of those guys that I would, because I would watch cartoons and I'd always look at the credits and I'd see his name constantly. And, uh, and I, I'm very proud to say I've worked with him many, many times. And he's up, he's up there. Michael Bell is, uh, was one of the first voice actors I, I really met. Michael Bell worked on Smurfs and super friends. And, and, uh, all, all, I think he was the voice of plastic man and, and all these things back in the day. And, uh, and, uh, I, I recognized him as an on-camera actor as well. And, uh, and, uh, he was Duke in G.I. Joe, the OG G.I. Joe. Oh, shit. Okay. You know? Oh, yeah, Frank Welker was Megatron. I mean, like, the, all these, I, love, I was obsessed with these shows. So, like, uh, yeah, these are these are big-time big, big, time, uh, big time folks. And uh, June Foray is another 
actor. Uh, she did like all the like Witch Hazel and the in the Looney Tunes. She was Grammy. Uh, oh, okay. Looney Tunes and uh, Rocket J Squirrel and Bullwinkle and Rocky. And I worked with her on the first cartoon I ever did, which was Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. So I got <laughs> to, yeah, I, I like met and worked with com- uh, voiceover royalty many times. Nice. Yeah, that's got to be surreal to like, like you yeah. said, seeing them in the credits and then shaking their hand about to do voiceover work with them. <laughs> yeah, and then you you also don't know what they look like. So you have this preconceived thing of like, like, what does this person look like? And I remember when I did Gummy Bears, I'd watched the show before I was, 12 when I worked on it and um there's the little little boy gummy bear gusto uh, no wait uh I can't remember uh, the little yeah. boy gummy bear <laughs> and when I met the actor who did the voice it was a woman and it completely threw me for a loop yeah yeah I think yeah I, I got that with um Tommy Pickles yeah Tara Strong, Tara Strong. yeah Timmy Turner yeah a ton of stuff she does boy voices all the time yep yep yeah so then possibly your most iconic role, Max Goof. Um, yes. I feel like most people would argue that. Um, I guess just what was that like? And also, do you have any sort of like stashed memorabilia? I think, uh, I don't know why I thought that'd be interesting if you had some sort of, um, you know, vintage Max Goof merch. <laughs> no, I have uh, I have mostly like stuff from like on-camera stuff. It's hard to, like uh, when you're in a recording booth, like the only thing you could take really is like, you know, the script. You yeah. can't take the microphones. They frown upon that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to sneak it under uh, your shirt. Uh. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, you guys don't need this anymore, do you? Um, I, uh, it was a great experience. You know, I, I was familiar with Goof Troop, the TV series. Uh, and uh, I, you know, I'm definitely a Disney fan. I knew who Bill Farmer was, the voice of Goofy. And um, and getting to work on the, on the movie was a, a treat and a half. And I don't have any, uh, like I have... Uh, I have some some drawings from the production. Oh, okay. Movie, uh, and that, but that, yeah, that's about it. I have like as far as merch. I mean, there's only like there's only like goofy movie merch out in the last five years. Really, they they it, Disney didn't really recognize the the weight of that movie until recently. Yeah, because all y'all are growing up and 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 watching it over and over again and telling your friends about it. So and only now it's had its resurgence, and now is when the, the cool merch happens. I love all the 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 fan art that people do. Yeah, uh, so I think that's, that's <laughs> well, probably I'm... some of the fan art, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's definitely uh, oh no, there's there's good with the bad for sure. Yeah, but uh, but there's there's some really good like like uh, like Max is an adult, you know, lo- looks like he's on the cover of like you know Men's Magazine. Oh yeah, I've seen that stuff like that, you know. Yeah, there used to be um, an art theater here in Champaign, and they would play kind of less less popular new movies and then, like, throwback movies, and they did a free showing of the Goofy movie one time, and it was packed. And right was, on, right yeah, on. It was, uh, it was quite a – we went there. It was quite a show. Well, <laughs> and one thing I didn't realize that the art theater did in their write-up was I didn't realize that a Goofy movie is such a big part of black culture in general, like, specifically – Really? Like it's considered really? one of the best black comedies of like the nineties. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge yeah, in black culture. I had no idea. Me cool. neither. I mean, yeah. I, uh, that that's fantastic. So that was that your favorite role or do you have another one that might've been, cause there, there's a couple that I could think maybe spirit away. That one's a really cool one to have also. That's super cool. Yeah. Totally. totally. So is, is that your favorite or is that, 
it's like picking your favorite child, you know? <laughs> That's true. Fun. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, but uh, no, Jimmy's I love the them bad. all for specific, very specific reasons. You know, Max, obviously, for because you guys dig it and and uh, it's 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 lasted so long in an unpredictable way. And I love Spirited Away. I'd never even heard of Miyazaki-san until I, I booked that gig. And then uh, <laughs> working on that and experiencing that, that was that was cool. I got to meet yeah. him. Okay. And uh, they flew me to the Toronto Film Festival to promote it, uh, or it was premiering there rather. And uh, John Lasseter from Pixar, formerly Pixar, uh, the big, the, the notorious hugger, John Lasseter, uh was uh allegedly um no i guess factually i don't know i digress uh he was there and um uh i got to meet john lasseter got to meet miyazaki and and uh and he and his producer were so so cool they gave me some they gave me some pretty cool swag some cool merch nice uh from that that i couldn't find anywhere else here i got this zippo lighter with a, a no face on it oh that's awesome yeah and some artwork and and things yeah yeah no face used to be my phone wallpaper for like over a year nice. <laughs> yeah and the animation on anything ghibli is just like the best Spec like, spectacular yeah it's outstanding so, yeah so fluid and <laughs> catches your eye so if you don't have a, necessarily a favorite role was there a hardest role most likely in, like a voice that maybe was harder to nail um it seems like you have quite a bit of range but i was just wondering if anything was particularly more frustrating than something else uh mm, let's see there's a few that's popping my head what would be the most interesting to talk about um you know uh binks from hocus pocus is is always one that i'm like i wish i could have done that one over uh i i feel when i'm watching it that the accent goes from like british to australian a couple times <laughs> that's easy to do um, and, and it's tricky because you know i had to loop everything i had to loop sean Murray, who was, you know, he was originally cast as as Thackeray um, for the the human and the voice. So I had to loop him, and the cat was already was already mostly animated. Like they brought me in in the last minute to kind of oh dang um, okay redo it. And uh, and it's I I have a very different timing and delivery than Sean, so I had to kind of adapt my performance to his performance in a way, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. that that was that was the most challenging for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy enough to switch between those two accents. <laughs> yeah, Australian is just like prison British. <laughs> but yeah, that movie is kind of a Halloween staple, so yeah, like most people have definitely heard that as well. We should watch Hocus Pocus soon. I'm in. Yeah, we could do it tonight. <laughs> I'll be here tonight. We'll do a Jason Marsden movie marathon. We'll Ooh. rock them all out. <laughs> there you go, you guys. Why not? Love it. <laughs> There's any roles you've like missed? Anything that was like right there and you just lost it by the skin of your teeth? All the time, man. All yeah. the time. Yeah. I, there was a there was a role on DuckTales that I can't talk about. Oh. Okay. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm still <laughs> upset about it. And uh, every time there's a new Spider-Man cartoon, I read for it and I get so close. Damn, so yeah. close. Um uh, uh I I read for uh, I got close to play Sylvester Stallone's son in Rocky Five. Whoa! He ended up casting his own kid, which, um. uh, which happens. <laughs> Whatever. That happens. Yeah, there's all there's always uh, some near misses in an yeah. actor's career, you know. Yeah, and that's probably the. I'm sure it's a numbers game, and just like 
getting it out there as much as possible and just seeing where it sticks at. Yeah, uh, it's like being an actor is like being a professional gambler. You know, it's like I'm like say you're good at playing blackjack. You can go to the table, you can play. You're really good at it. You make your bets. You'll win a few hands. You'll be able to afford dinner, and then sometimes you'll hit the table and you will like hit big. Yeah. And then a lot of the times, most of the times, you'll go to the table and you'll be broke. Right. No, that's but you have to love playing the game. Yeah. That's right on. So going off more roles uh any dream role that maybe you didn't ever read for anything like that but you think your voice would fit perfect for but just might be might be too uh, too out there or something i don't know if that makes sense <laughs> i think so um you know i've read for batman a few times but ultimately like even as a fan i can say like i don't know if i would be the right choice for that just with yeah. my with my sound um I know Spider Man. I'd be you know like a like a superhero like that. But I mean, I play Impulse in uh, in Young Justice, so that kind of feeds that Frankenstein in in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe like Spider Man, a big monologuing supervillain. That would be that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun to play. You could definitely be Spider Man. I think that would easily. Could I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all the man. <laughs> we, they had the whole Donald Glover for Spider-Man campaign and it eventually kind of panned out. So let's just get Jason Marsden for Spider-Man going. Yeah. There you Hashtag go. Hashtag Jason for Spider-Man. There you go. Well, my buddy Rob, Robbie Damon is Spider-Man now and he's great. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to take any work. Well, any there's a lot of Spider-Mans though. You're yeah, right. There off. is a lot of Spider-Mans. There is a Spider-Verse. We could do that. Could be Spider Mars. That. Oh, get in there! You and Nick Cage in the same booth. <laughs> Spider Verse Two. Spider yeah. Mars, where Spider Man's in space. He's on Mars. Oh, Fighting there Martians. you go. There you go. You guys write it, pitch it. Me we'll as the attachment. <laughs> It'll be a thing. Right on. So, with a lot of voiceover work, it may not has happened as much as um, normal actors. Like I said, no, I'm just, um, but do you get recognized in public that much or is it? Yeah. 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 It happens. I, I did a lot of TV shows in the nineties. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, uh, and those were real popular for a lot of folk. Especially, I live in the South. So um, a lot of, a lot of family television watching around here. So I, I definitely got recognized more when I moved here uh, okay. than, than in Los Angeles, but yeah, it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I always wonder that, and just like when that level kind of hits for people, and then what what the the response is. Um, <laughs> Do you ever happen a lot where they don't necessarily recognize you at first, and then you talk, and they're like, "That's that's Max Goof." Yeah, that happens. I've had it where people just just can't stop saying, "Man, you remind me of someone. I don't know who it is." <laughs> Did you go to a, you go to Phillips High School? No, did you, are you from Dayton, Ohio? Are you like, they can't, you know, and, and, and the, I feel like I'm like, no, I'm an actor. I'm on like, I did sitcoms. Like, no, you definitely <laughs> owe me money. I think <laughs> I've heard it all over the place. Hey, Ian. Yeah. Are you going to say something? <laughs> um, Do you have any questions at all? You got a, you got a giant pink microphone in front of you. And, you stand and out. Why are, you, why are you there? Are you the cat wrangler? What's going on? You, you, you kind of put me on the spot here. <laughs> I got a little bit of stage fright going. You starstruck? Yeah, starstruck. <laughs> starstruck. What's your favorite Jason Marsden project? <laughs> um, I mean... He doesn't even know who I am, right? He's just... <laughs> <laughs> 
I got like two notes here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so many. How do you choose? All right, Ian, we'll come back to you. I don't know it's if like, I can give you a mic, you guys. It's like, pick, it's like picking your favorite kid, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so back to your uh, variety show a little bit. It definitely yes. has a very retro feel to it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, man. It seems like that's it works for what it what it is and the the nashville it's kind of like a retro nashville vibes a 70s feeling to it dig it but, uh, i'm glad you zeroed in on that yeah thanks yeah definitely very fitting and uh story arcs we, we noticed there's some story arcs with the the locked up screen the locked up backdrop and uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do you know how many people thought that was real no way. <laughs> I got so many, I felt bad. I got so many messages from fans and friends saying, hey, do you, do you, what do you want us to do? Do you need a lawyer? Hey, you know, you, can we send you, we'll send you a backdrop. I'm like, you guys. Let's storm the Acme building. <laughs> yes. That's all. They were, yeah, seriously. And uh, uh, if for your listeners, for those who, who might not know what we're talking about. So the season finale of the first season of the Mars Variety Show, I came up with an idea that, because I have this backdrop that I use and I had this backdrop idea, is like, sick you know too. Thanks. I get my, my partner got it for me. So, uh, I, I came up with this idea. Like I want to do one of those classic sitcom stories where they find out, Oh, you know, the house is being foreclosed and you have to raise $20,000. Otherwise I'm going <laughs> to take away the house. So I'm like, what can I do? I'm like, I know I'll pretend that the Acme backdrop company has sent me a cease and desist and I'm not allowed to use the backdrop until I get a thousand subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and in the show, I had it locked up like they booted it, like, you know, when they boot a car. Yeah, like a bike chain lock. On. <laughs> yes. I wrote a fake, a fake cease and desist letter with like letterhead and stuff. And even in the top corner, the address was like, I made this up at fake.com. And, uh, and people still thought it was real. <laughs> getting the pitchforks they were like we're gonna, yeah. this can't but it happen. worked i got people watched it people watched, and it was one of the best episodes i thought yeah, it's a solid ultimatum to give out <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah it definitely seems like you're finding your groove with that and uh you're in the totally. second season now so I'm in the middle of it now yeah, as soon as i get off the phone with you guys i'm gonna go back to editing and nice call in talent and that sort of thing awesome yeah starting strong and did uh we we're looking forward to more episodes of that <laughs> yeah any big plans for season two anything you're super excited about yes i mean like Spoilers, i'm not just decorating though. for halloween because i like it i mean i i, I this is kind of like the background for the halloween episode i got something really interesting planned um I'm reaching out to uh, some really cool uh, local uh bands um i got a an interesting story that i'm gonna uh, impart in that and uh yeah it, it's gonna be a big a big to-do that'll nice. that'll be that'll premiere october 26th okay perfect right timing. we'll mark the calendars yeah <laughs> please do and um yeah that's uh oh yeah and then the so yeah you said it's mostly nashville locals but you're starting to kind of branch out into anybody worthy enough to be on the mars variety show Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, everyone's worthy. It's I, I, yeah, I no, I know. <laughs> specific, um, but I, but I, you know, the the show is created as a platform to showcase independent talent. There's so much here in Nashville. That's what that was what the inspiration was. And I, I've, I mean, I saw my fair share of like bands in Los Angeles, but I, I don't think I've seen anything like it here. Where you're seeing 
musicians like pour their guts out on stage for like six people. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I have a, I have a modest fan base. I mean, the other all, they all, they like cartoons and goofy movie and stuff, but maybe they'll like music as, as well. And so I, I, I use that as a platform to showcase these guys and the comedians and the circus performers and, and poets and artists. And, you know, there's a lot of independent uh, artists out there these days. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. It keeps getting they, more diverse as time yes. goes on. We are yeah, like, yeah. They're all of a sudden it was there. What there was fire, and we were like, "Whoa, okay!" Like it was getting, <laughs> getting intense. Um, but yeah, it, it almost seems like they might be stuck in, like they're doing great in Nashville, but they're kind of in the bubble of Nashville. And then you use sure. the platform to kind of pop that and just see, like, you know, check check out this uh this talent that's not really under a rock, but just kind of confined to doing local stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's there's local bands there, or even bands that are from your area that are huge, but that maybe not anyone else knows about. And you're like, how is that possible? Uh, but uh, yeah, this is another way to help spread that that awareness. You know, I have a big mouth. I like to use it. Yeah, good use of the platform. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ian, and I also do you agree? <laughs> He hates me. He's like, why am I here? I thought it was James Marsden. I thought it was the guy from X-Men. <laughs> he's still he's still rubbing the sleep from his eyes. Was... <laughs> long, long night watching Jason Marsden it's stuff. Almost... On... <laughs> it's almost gone. Unbelievable. <laughs> Xavier, ask a question. <laughs> so besides the variety show, do you have any, any future goals? Or are they, are they maybe a secret? You don't want to spoil them? Um, yes, let me tell you my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know, I uh, I have a well a Christmas episode planned for the Mars Variety Show, and uh, I'm in the burlesque burlesque community, and I'm going to produce a, a burlesque show as well. So, oh, I'm, you're not uh, doing the burlesque? I will not be doing the burlesque. No, <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that, Ian. Um, <laughs> I think he would check that out. <laughs> I'll get all right. I'll give it a look. <laughs> all, right. all right. Uh yeah, and always, you know, I'm, I'm I'm always I'm still that gambler. I'm still going to the table playing uh playing blackjack, auditioning and and uh seeing what what gigs I can get now that I'm you know, it, it kind of hurt when I moved to Nashville because most of my work is in Los Angeles and I just I just emotionally could not commute to LA anymore for work. I just my home is here. Yeah. Um so now with the pandemic you know, at Los Angeles is looking for people with home studios, whether you live in LA or not. So that has opened up opportunities for me as well. So uh, what was the big, uh, I guess, decider to move to Nashville? You know, I, I'd met a, I met a woman. Uh, she was from here. I met her in, in uh, Studio City. And uh, I just, you know, I started, would visit her family, you know, for the holidays instead of mine in Rhode Island. And uh, when I would visit here, I, I thought I was going to live and die in L.A. I loved L.A. My, my industry's there. My friends were there. But there was something about being here, something about being in the South. I loved the slower pace. Yeah. I loved the music scene, the food, the wide open spaces. There was no traffic. And every time I came here, I just wanted to stay. I wanted to stay more. And the visits just got longer and longer and longer until ultimately I was like, I think I want to move here. Right. And, uh, and I did. Right on. Just fell in love with it. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Cities can be mean and cold. 
and then some in the south you get big like howdies and, and yeah it's that's it yeah people were yeah. like people wave to you and like the first my first few visits like we'd be driving i'm in the passenger seat and drive by someone they'd wave to you i'm like do they do they know you do they know me why are they people come yeah, up yeah. to me best buy <laughs> talking to me about whatever and my and my la mind is like what do they want what do you want from me what do you want yeah, is this guy about to stab me what's, what's going on <laughs> yeah but they people just want to shoot the shit they don't want to talk and i and i that was always me like i love connecting with people and los angeles is such breeds such a uh, like an every man for himself mentality and such a a quick quick thinking and and uh and i don't i never found that you know i, I would wave to people or try to smile at people and they just they wouldn't respond and yeah they just look angry you you're like all right <laughs> yes i know they had so much traffic and smog and and whatnot people get all up uptight <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. And then, uh, I also saw you kind of have your own self-made cameo. Um, so they don't really get, yeah. So they don't get the cut. You get all the, all of the, the cameo. I get it all. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I get it all. Yeah. No cameo. They reached out many times. I was, I was very, uh, uh, disappointed by the way they were reaching out to me and I, and I, uh, chose not to support them. And I'm like, I, I don't, I can do it myself. I can, uh, you know, I, I, I definitely not, you know, uh, they, they have a huge push and, and, and they got a huge thing going and good for them. But, uh, I know I like, I like to connect with my fans, uh, directly and that's a great way to do that. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely something that can be done by itself. It's just, yeah, I think you get the, the benefit of the platform, like it getting funneled to you, but it's much more personable to actually. And I'm like, if you're going to pay to like, for me to do a shout out, I don't want to be like, there's like the celebrities I've seen who are like, you know, uh, in, in, uh, in their car driving like, Hey Bob, um, I'm driving the, uh, the market. Happy birthday. And, uh, or, or just something very impersonal. And, uh, and I, I don't know, I like to do, I like to do it. Uh, I like to give them something, a little bang for their buck, you know? Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and then uh, this one, feel free to not talk about, uh, but I did see you tweet one time, and I thought this was very interesting. Uh, that's when you did voices for Skyrim, they kind of lied on how yeah. many characters you were going to be voicing. Yeah. And yeah. It, does, it does make sense with that many characters, still obviously bogus. It makes sense with Bethesda. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> so they just kind of were like, oh, here's your lines, your two characters, but then it got divvied up into like nine. Is that kind of what happened or? Well, here, here's, here's, here's what happened. So like it contractually, um, a voice actor can do up to three voices for one session for a certain amount of money. Any, any voice after that is an extra, um, extra fee. Yeah. So they found a loophole. And when I, they, you know, I'm very grateful for the job. They gave it to me. I didn't have to audition. It was two days of work. But when I came in, and they're like, all right, so we're coming in. We're just going to do, uh, you know, they didn't really explain it. They had the, the dialogue was on a, uh, a plasma screen in front of me. Like, just read these lines and just use your own voice. All you have to do is use your own voice. I'm like, okay. Well, about a couple hours into it, I realized I, I just voiced like 15 different characters. This, is de- this guy's definitely a king. This guy's definitely a bard. This guy's definitely this. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I should have told them to go fuck themselves and, uh, and left. But I don't like to ruffle feathers. And, uh, and I, uh, you know, I, I took their money, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, it, was wrong. it was wrong for them to do that because, yeah. uh, 
they got a, a tremendous performance for me and they they used a loophole and I did not agree with that. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to the fans who love it and, and call me out when they're like, hey, do you voice Sven? Do you voice this guy? Do you voice, they, they know them by name. I'm like, they didn't have names when they did it. <laughs> yeah. It was nothing. So yeah. Um, yeah, really, really upset about that. I think they've, they've changed it since um, those rules, but that, that was a, that was not a, that was not cool. Yeah, no, that's stuff. And that game doesn't, I, they definitely did that with other people too. Oh yeah. If you go through, you can realize like, oh, okay, this, this guy's nine people. This guy, mm -hmm. this girl's nine people. Yeah. It kind of um, bums me out, man. Yeah. It is unfortunate that, um, it really bums me out. <laughs> Good. Good. I mean, you, you can still support the game, but I, but I want people to know that that's because, uh, it's gotten better now. We have ratified a contract with the video game companies, but for the longest time, you guys, the video game companies treated voice actors like, like we were unessential. Yeah. Like they, we, the, the SAG after union would go to the meet the, the negotiations saying we would like royalties. We would like this, we would like that. And the companies would be like, no, we're not going to talk about any of that. We could do this with anybody off the street Damn. and that, inf that infuriated me uh, and it finally took a strike which i was for years ago where we finally did it um and it's still it's still we still didn't get everything and because a lot of actors are fear-based we like and i admit it i'm the same way uh uh used to be rather but we're yeah. fear-based. We like the work. We don't want to ruffle feathers. We don't want to upset casting. We don't want to upset producers because we want that guarantee. We want that other job because we're not contract players. We're, we're plumbers for hire. Yeah. So we don't want to ruffle feathers. A lot of us did, uh, not me, a lot of union actors did non-union work or they went in behind everyone else and, and still gave the video games companies the power. So, you know, I, I, I have done a couple of games since uh, the 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 deals feel good about doing it but um i will always remember that yeah you know, to and think that anybody can do what we do i challenge them to find anybody that can sit in a room for four hours and emote and do uh, a combat uh, uh efforts right and, and and have it not go over time have them not blow out their voice and still have a have a fantastic performance yeah, just saying that like everybody has the same energy just simply is not true. Like, you, it, there's a certain cadence and energy that has to yes. go into every word said. Well, and there's stamina, there's vocal exercise you have to do to build it up. Like, it's a full time job. It's a career. It's yeah, the yeah. real deal. Yep. Um, but I do also want to apologize because I have played a lot of Skyrim and I have killed you. <laughs> I don't have at all. I'll bet I, have, that, I love it. I, I have love killed it. you many times. <laughs> um, whether it was reasonable or not, it has. <laughs> That's why I do uh, a couple of efforts. I do the 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 attack efforts and the dying efforts, so I can so I can satisfy everyone's uh, murderous rage. Yeah, I've heard those dying efforts. Uh, <laughs> I have friends who have contacted me like, I have taken great pleasure in killing you in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, another thing with Bethesda. Um, oh, no. So as soon as I found out that you were Boone in Fallout New Vegas, I didn't realize that immediately. I've also traveled with you and spent quite a bit of time with you. Uh, and once I realized that, I was like, oh, wow. Like, 
I've literally traveled with uh, him for many hours. We we did so. <laughs> right on. Have a that was boom. A, that was an interesting gig. That was also um, I think just an offer. I don't remember auditioning for that, but it was like a half hour of my day. It was the quickest, easiest job, and I did not realize I I totally forgot I was part of it until I started doing conventions and people would would say, "Are you you're in a you're Boone. I'm like, who? <laughs> so they don't give you, for video games, it doesn't seem like they give you names a lot of the time. They're just kind of like, here's your lines and they're. No, this one they did. I mean, they told me the whole story, but I like, oh, okay. like, like when I, as a voice actor, I mean, you, I could be doing like a, several jobs in a day and they just kind of blur and you just forget about it, you know? Yeah. So uh, you, you never, and you never know what's popular. So that's one of the jobs that I did not realize was a, was a big deal. So I'm like, oh, I guess I need to add him to my my collage of characters that people like yeah def i would i would yeah definitely <laughs> and then i read on uh the one of the fallout wikis i don't know if this is true that originally james marsden was accidentally credited for boone now, oh, I, don't know if... I don't know probably I'm, okay because i didn't know if there was any truth to that or not because it was just on a you know a fallout wiki so it could easily be fake but yeah if you don't know about that then i'm assuming there's no beef uh between you and him <laughs> no jimmy and i are friends and uh uh there's there's no beef between us yeah because when i've told people like oh yeah I'm, i've been i'm gonna interview james Mar or jason marsden and they said is james marsden his brother you should ask that i was like i don't i'm pretty sure that's not the case no but what's funny is that my that woman that i met who uh uh we ended up marrying we're now divorced um amicably um, but but when we were together, her best friend, since she was a little girl, uh, was married to James. Oh, okay. so, wow. So we, and he and I are not relations, but Marsden is not my biological last name. Um, uh, but we, we've known of each other and, you know, we were, you know, kind of related for a, a little bit, but we're not, we're not blood related. It's just, that's crazy. <laughs> so it yeah. did kind of work out. It's... Yeah, that's interesting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> And then also, you, I saw you open up a spot for fan mail, and I gotta ask: Have you had any weird or upsetting fan mail, <laughs> <laughs> or particularly no. good fan mail? Yeah, or great fan mail, but <laughs> no, thank good. Nothing, nothing upsetting. I've I've had someone uh, just like bypass it and send a, a letter to my house, which is like, oh, like geez. all right, you know, I I don't know. Uh, that that's. I don't know. I I, I I I frown upon that just to let everyone know. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, understandably. <laughs> but uh, no, it's all been great. I have this guy, this friend of mine, um, a guy I met at a con from Rhode Island, who because uh, I'm from Rhode Island, and he's he's very intense about his voice actors, and he loves that you know that I'm a Rhode Islander, and he really wants me to re remind me that I'm from Rhode Island. So he'll send me these amazing care packages of like like Rhode Island sodas and, and, and these coffee syrups that, that they would make and, and, uh, and books on our, uh, we had a, a kind of a, a defunct uh, theme park that closed down and like really cool, cool stuff. These are highlights. Um, I've gotten some very emotional things about, you know, uh, how uh, I have had cancer or I have this and, and watching your, your, watching your performances has helped me through this. And people have sent me fan art and, uh it's it's all been tremendous i i love it i yeah. love it that's Nothing, awesome man. i always I, I when i do the fan mail thing and i and i counsel people i'm like please like send like if you want someone back sooner than later send a self-addressed envelope 
and please don't send acid because uh, <laughs> I watched a, I watched a, a like a unsolved mysteries or something like that where they they profile this guy who is really obsessed with Bjork, the music artist, and uh, and he con he documented himself like putting together this package that he would send to Bjork that when she opened it, acid oh would my fly God. out into her face. And he oh. tested it out on like a cutout of her. Oh and, my God. And then he ends up like painting himself red, <laughs> shaving his head and blowing his fucking brains out. <laughs> what the fuck? What is that called? <laughs> Do you remember? I can't remember the, 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 the show, but it, the, he ends up sending the, the package. It was intercepted. But I'm, I'm like, gosh, I hope no one likes me that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody sent acid. I'm not that good. <laughs> please, please, please. Um, yeah, and I don't accept any baked goods or any food. That's, that's that a, makes sense. That, that's about there it, might yeah. be acid inside of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I also saw there were some people making fake accounts of you. I thought that was very interesting for you to be a target of, of people just straight up impersonating you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, that I don't mind. What I do mind is these people were soliciting women and Ooh. getting them into, to, to get a date or send private information. And I draw a line at that, man. The ultimate um, catfish to show up and it's not yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might be disappointing if they found out it is me. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was one guy I confronted and, and he got very intense and I had to call the FBI and be like, this guy threatened me and wow. uh, um, this other person. I mean, I will I will message them directly being like, please don't do this. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, 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 that's that's not cool. Uh, but, you know, if, if anything, it helps me hopefully get verified on Instagram because they just they refuse. I've I have submitted five times over three years for verification on Instagram. And all they sent me is uh, I don't fit the requirements and I do not know what else to do. I don't know what that means. And I, yeah, there are people who I follow, like friends of mine who have far less followers um, who are verified and I, yeah, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it seems like they there really doesn't seem to be any true qualifications because I've seen people with 200 followers. That's like some doctor and they're verified. And it's yeah. like, well, why, what, why, I guess. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> Gotta do some more TikTok dances or something. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> it doesn't seem hard. It just see, it's kind of like, just click the button that gives me a check mark. Like, it, it's <laughs> not like it's like rocket science to give somebody the check mark. It seems fairly easy on their part. I, I don't know. I don't know what their, <laughs> what their, their rules are. I mean, like it, I'm just asking that you, that, that you validate that it's me. And I and I, I don't know how to validate myself more than I can. You know, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're rooting for that blue check mark that you get it. <laughs> Thanks. It only takes like twenty four hours to get it on Tinder. You got to take like two pictures of you doing the pose. Really? And you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> they, you, have, you have a blue check in twenty four hours. I have a blue check on Tinder. Right. Wait. wait, wait what? What? <laughs> Ian. I um no blue check no blue check on Tinder. <laughs> How's Tinder working out for you, Ian? Um, not it didn't work out well. <laughs> I, I deleted it. I do okay. I'll bet you do. <laughs> the long hair. Are you in a band? You play music? 
No, I get that a lot though. Yeah. It's, I don't mind getting that a lot. I get Thor a lot, but I didn't get Thor so much until they put out the one of him being fat in the new Marvel. <laughs> the the Big Lebowski yeah. Thor. Yeah. The yeah. Fortnite Thor. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, I don't know if that's a compliment anymore. Once the, no. After the new ones. <laughs> But I'll take what I can get. Yeah. <laughs> still Thor. Yeah, I guess you're still Thor. <laughs> Do you have any uh, shows that uh, your favorites that you're not necessarily in? If you if they if you're if you are in them, then they can be your favorite show too. I was just wondering if there's any any specific media you said uh, what Spider Man and Scooby Doo and stuff. I'm sure those were things that kind of got you into the mindset of like this is what I want to do. Um, but were there any cartoons or shows that were like, oh, wow, okay, this is what I want my life to be? Um, yeah, I mean, like, I've, you know, I I've uh, grew up watching Transformers. I love Transformers. I got to work on a Transformers cartoon. Nice. I got to be a Transformer. I got to be an Autobot. That was like a dream come true. Yeah. And, uh, and then working with Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, was pretty dope. Uh, uh, shows I'm watching now that I love are uh, Samurai Jack, Oh yeah, I think it's gorgeous and wonderfully performed by my friend Phil Lamar. Um, I, I've never done an episode. I would love to have done one. Uh, there's a show that I'm obsessed with called The Amazing World of Gumball. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like Gumball. It's my, a good, good my show. son and I watch that all the time. And I, this is the only time, the only I, I solicit the creator regularly, being like, please hire me. Anything <laughs> you do, anything. The, the Gumball is produced in in the UK. Oh, and the God. only American actors they they have are the actors who voice Gar Gumball and Darwin, the lead characters. Everyone else is in the UK, so con contractually, I think that's the way they have to do it. But he is he is aware of me. He wants to work with me as well. We're, he's just trying to find that that project. Yeah. Do, but I'd love to work with Ben Bacalet, Bacalet, who uh, who created that show. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's such an interesting like like form of mixed medium. Like there's all of a sudden yes. like real claymation on screen a horrible drawing that's intentionally bad yes. like one that's just like you know surprising no one did that until gumball yeah it's like the new generation of like chowder or flapjack with those mixed styles but just taking it to the extreme for sure yeah practical yeah. backgrounds and the stories are so good they start off so like the bait and switch yeah like they start <laughs> so simple and then they turn into like an action movie or a big <laughs> fantastic musical production like it, it, and the, the the performances by those actors are amazing Amazing. Right. I laugh. I laugh so hard every time I watch that show. But um, yeah, that's pretty much the end of what I got, and we're almost at an hour. Anything? Uh, Anything I think else? the only thing I really have left is what's the best way for people to submit to try and get on the Marsden or the Mars Variety Show. If you want, if you want to be on the Mars Variety Show, you gotta you can uh, send a submission. I prefer a video submission. Send it to at Mars Presents on Instagram, or uh. Mars presents Inc. Inc. at gmail.com. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. We'll definitely drop the links to that in the description of this for Please people, to, people to check out. Yeah. Please. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, man. Super stoked for the rest of season two. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for watching and talking about it. I it's a it's a labor of love pet project, and I'll be working on it as soon as I hang up. I gotta do laundry and eat and then i'll probably be editing 
pretty day planned out. Good Friday. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Is it Friday? Jeez. Is it Friday? <laughs> already, already. That's a like quarantine mind. Like, wait, yeah. oh, I thought it was Tuesday. Like, it's not real. Gosh, gosh. You guys, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll stay, we'll stay in touch. Conversation? Wait, what? Are you satisfied with this conversation? Did you get Oh, yes. Blown away. Absolutely. <laughs> Defied all expectations. Maybe Ian, I... last chance for that burning, burning question. You've always wanted to know. I have been kind of wondering, um, <laughs> you use any product in the hair? Listen, guys, I got to go. It was fantastic. <laughs> <talking to> you. <laughs> you really want to know? Do you really want to know? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Plug it. Get sponsored by them. It's, I use, I use shea butter. It sounds weird, right? But <laughs> here's how we're going to close the show. Shea butter. I use it. To because it's thick and I have this I have this thick hair and I want it to kind of get get flat so it's I use it just a little bit and it's it it helps to texturize keeps my scalp kind of you know uh, moist not dry not flaky and uh, it keeps it in control so yeah awesome. it's amazing Man. I've discovered try the shea butter out <laughs> yeah, there you go I guess one one very last thing before yes. we let you go. Uh, can we get uh, it's and it's been a while in the voice. Just it's, it's been, been a while. <laughs> is is which voice? It, your favorite, whatever you think you're gonna nail it at. <laughs> ah, it's it's been a while. That's my Mitch Hedberg impression. <laughs> no, I don't know what you want. Oh my gosh, it's been a while since I saw Powerline. It's been a while since I lied to my dad. <laughs> it's been a while. Since I hung out with Roxanne, I gotta see what's gonna slide into her DMs. Ooh, I like while. Roxanne fan art too. Since I said that, hey, thank you guys so much. Dude, thank you. Yeah, we'll keep in touch. Yeah, have a great day, man. Peace, you guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. Bye. You got your ass. Hold it right there. I heard you're not using Anchor, and here is why you're wrong about that. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Uh, it's got creation tools that you can use to record, edit, everything from your phone, your computer, whatever. And it's free. It costs no money, less than a gumball. Less than a gumball. <laughs> and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. Uh, it goes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, I think like seven other things. And you can Most also, places. Yeah, most places that people are listening to podcasts. And you can distribute it even more beyond there. You're not stuck with just those ten places. Put it anywhere else. Uh, you can make money from it. We're making a little bit. I'm not going to talk about that. We're not going to get into that, but we're it's making tacky. we're making money. Uh, let's just put it that way. And with no minimum listenership, uh, it doesn't matter if you're getting one listen or one million. You're making cash. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Um, if you guys want to download it, it's available pretty much any app store, or you can go to Anchor.fm to check it out. All right, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while.